Can you hunt the prey for the lion, or satisfy the appetite of the young lions when they crouch in their dens and lie in wait in their lair? Who prepares for the raven its nourishment when its young cry to God and wander about without food? Well, now think about it. You know, among other things God has to do for the animals, what about the food for them? And, um, well, I mean, how does that work? What do lions eat anyhow? Another animal that you're not able to provide food for, you use it to feed the <laughs> Well, they eat the animals, don't they? You know, so, I mean, can God feed the lions without killing something else in the process? I mean, you think about that, I mean, well, do you starve the lions? Or do you let them eat the, I don't know, I have no idea what kind of animals a lion would eat. What would a lion eat? Antelope. Antelope, things like that, okay. Elephants. I was thinking of deer, so yeah. So, I mean, you know, uh, what do you do about that? I mean, you know, God's got to consider all of those things. And, you know, I mean, do you, do you go on this campaign to, you know, save the uh, wildebeest from the, from the lions? Well, then what do you do with the lions? Mm -hmm. You know, and so forth. And so, I mean, God has to figure all that out. You know, we're like, well, you know, we, gotta, we, we can't let these animals be destroyed or whatever. We don't understand all this stuff. We, we couldn't possibly run it all if we had to. You know, God has to feed the lion. God has to feed the raven. That means some animals have to die. That maybe looks wrong to us. You know, the, the animal rights people, you know, ought to be boycotting the lions, I guess. Comments and thoughts? Well, that just good sends them into all kinds of animals and various things about the animals. So, chapter 39, verses 1 to 4. Do you know the time the mountain goats give birth? Do you observe the calving of the deer? Can you, fulfill, can you count the months they fulfill, or do you know the time they give birth? They kneel down, they bring forth their young. They get rid of their labor pains. Their offspring becomes strong. They grow up in the open field. They leave and do not return to them. We're dealing with mountain goats, but what what particular aspect of them? Reproducing. Yeah, the birthing process. You know, and wow, that's complicated. It's just amazing the reproductive cycle of any animal and how all that works and and. Uh, you know, just the, then the growth and development of the young to become a, you know, adult uh, animal. That really shows you the genius of God and the care of God. And I mean, there's so much involved in that. It's such a complex thing. And yet God has put all that into place and understands it all. And we don't. Uh, just the, I, I think, you know, births. It's just an amazing thing, you know, whether you're talking about animals or humans. Wow, that's pretty incredible how God, you know, did all that. And way beyond, we understand some things biologically, but wow, you know, this is way beyond our ability to understand how God set this all up. Comments? 
I think we still know very little about like the reproductive cycle of certain animals like whales or something because you just can't be there and see it you know like you can uh, <laughs> yeah. a billy goat um, yeah you know some things are still very much off limits for us yeah to understand and even the ones we can understand to some extent we can't understand profoundly like how did it come to be like that five to twelve <clears throat> Who sent out the wild donkey free? And who loosed the bonds of the swift donkey? To whom I gave the wilderness for a home, and the salt land for his dwelling place. He scorns the torment of the city, the shoutings of the driver he does not hear. He explores the mountains for his pasture. He searches after every green, every green thing. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? Or will he spend the night at your manger? Can you bind the wild ox in a furrow with ropes? Or will he harrow the valleys after you? Will you trust him because strength is great, or leave your labor to him? Will you have faith in him that he will return your grain and gather it from your threshing floor? Yeah. You know, can you really dominate and tame these animals? I mean, who, who set free the wild donkey and gave him his place to live and made him sort of a solitary creature who doesn't really respond to anybody? You know, what about the wild ox? You know, I, I'm thinking like maybe the wild boar kind of a thing. You know, um, will he uh, will he agree to be your servant? You know, are you going to be able to maybe plow with him? You know, uh, can you actually just give him some instructions and just let him take care of your work for you? You know, would you... Would you trust him to, you know, bring in the grain and, you know, leave it there in the threshing floor for you and all that? Can you do that? I mean, wow. If Job can't even tame one wild animal, how can he hope to challenge God's ways with man? He doesn't even know how to make a wild boar serve him. You know, there's a lot in God's world also that doesn't revolve around Job or any person. I mean, you know... God's dealing with all sorts of things in the created world, including all kinds of animals and their needs and situations and, and all that. It's things that Job wouldn't even think about. Comments? Well, 13 to 18 is kind of funny. The ostrich's wings flap joyously with the pinion and plumage of love, for she abandons her eggs to the earth and warms them in the dust. And she forgets that a foot may crush them or that a wild beast may trample them. She treats her young cruelly as if they were not hers. Though her labor be in vain, she is unconcerned, because God has made her forget wisdom and, she has, not, and has not given her a share of understanding. When she lifts herself on high, she laughs at the horse and his rider. What do you know about ostriches? What do they look like? You know what? You do. Does everybody know what an ostrich looks like? Long, skinny legs and big, fat bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> That's their whole body. <laughs> their neck and head. Yeah. So, what? 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 Uh, what category of animals would you put the ostrich in? Bird. The ostrich is a bird. Well, what's unusual about an ostrich compared to normal birds? It can't fly. It can't fly. Does it have wings? Yes. Yeah, but it can't fly. That's strange. You know, I mean, 
Did God make some mistake? Why, why make a bird, bird with wings that can't fly? And uh, the ostrich doesn't seem too bright. Apparently, sometimes she puts her eggs on the ground and then steps on them and, you know, crushes them. And, you know, see, he's kind of making fun of this ridiculous kind of bird. If God wants to make a ridiculous kind of bird, who's Job to question him? You know, there are some kind of ridiculous animals in the world, don't you think? Have you noticed some others that seem kind of weird? Duckbilled platypus. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's some strange things going on in the animal world. But I'll tell you something. You look at the ostrich. Look at verse 18. What's he saying about the ostrich? She's fast. How fast is she, do you know? Faster than a horse. Faster than a horse. She has wings. She can't fly. But she can run. She cannot run a horse. I understand that ostriches can go up to a top speed of about 50 miles an hour. Isn't that pretty crazy? Wow. I mean, doesn't even look to me like an ostrich is built to run. It's you know? too big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd topple over or something with those skinny legs. She just looks like she's, you know, I don't know. She seems like kind of the kind of animal that you just expect her to just fall over at any moment. <laughs> but she she can laugh at the horse back in her trail, back in her dust. I mean, God's got a sense of humor, I guess you could say. But it's like, Job, you know, who are you to question me? You know, why did I make the ostrich? And why did I not give her any brains? And why did I give her wings that she can't use to fly, but she can still outrun a horse? You got any good explanation for that, Job? Job can't explain even basic animal facts and why God did them. So how does he think he's going to understand how God runs the universe, you know, in his life? Now he's even gone off of asking questions. He's just giving him information, letting the questions apply. Because he was, every verse was asking questions. Now he's just saying, well, the ostrich is like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good point. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, he does, he almost it's beyond the question stage for a little bit here. All right. Um, 19 to 25. Do you give the horse his might? Do you clothe his neck with a mane? Do you make him leap like locusts? His majestic snorting is terrifying. He paws in the valley and exults in his strength, and he goes out to meet the weapons. He laughs at fear and is not dismayed, and he does not turn back from the sword. Upon him rattle the quiver, the flashing spear, and the javelin. With fierceness and rage he swallows the ground. He cannot stand still at the sound of the trumpet. When the trumpet sounds, he says, Aha! He smells the battle from afar, the thunder from the captains, and the shouting. Okay, so you have the horse. And just all kinds of stuff about the horse again. You know, you understand all this stuff? Do you make all this stuff? What about his might? What about his mane? He's snorting. Yeah, what about his snorting? What about his leaping? Don't laugh. Yeah. I want a horse to snort at me. <laughs> <laughs> I personally thought the ostrich was a lot funnier than the horse. But. It's not just snorting though, it's majestic snorting. Right. And it's, oh. majestic snorting is terrible. Yeah. A horse can snort pretty good. Are they laughing? 
Yeah, well, he's saying the horse is just, you know, oblivious to danger practically. You know, I mean, a horse will ride right into battle uh, with all the spears and javelins and whatever. And, uh, you know, who gave the horse the courage to do all that? I mean, among other things, aren't you seeing just, I mean, just a sketch of the incredible variety in the animal world? You stop and look at that. Wow! Who would have ever had enough brains to design that many different kinds of animals that are really quite different? I mean, you stop and think about it, you start looking, I mean, who ever came up with the idea of kangaroo? <laughs> That's an odd one. You know, and there's just all kinds of animals. It's like, you know, wow, that one's different. The snake. Yeah, I agree. The skunk. I mean, you start looking, and there's just every different kind of animal that operates in every different kind of way. And Job thinks he can question how God's running the universe. <laughs> Job doesn't have any idea how anything operates in the universe. You know, what if God had given an explanation for Job? You know, Job could not begin to even understand it. It's interesting that even in this, talking about the different animals, I just find it neat that, like, the horse is the only one mentioned with the rider. And and today, you know, you don't see, you know, they don't ride kangaroos or other, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's it's kind of a set thing. And God, he mentioned the ostrich and outrunning the horse and its rider, but, you know. Nobody rides an ostr ostrich, do they? <laughs> right, you don't know, generally have a herd of ostriches. Do they? You, yeah, they race them. Really? Yeah, so, but. <laughs> But normally, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Really, people race ostriches, yeah. riding on them. Yeah, I've heard the I neck. The that. neck is like a, a joystick. You know, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not know this. How many other people knew that they raced ostriches? Really? Where have I been? Not you on YouTube. <laughs> I should. Do they race them in the U.S.? Well, well, wherever you can find ostriches, I guess, is where you <laughs> raise them. The zoo! <laughs> <laughs> where are they native? I don't even know. Australia. That so sounds like an Australian animal, yeah. for sure. Do they raise kangaroos? You can't think it's sit right. on a kangaroo. You could get inside one. Kangaroo pouch and be raised. That was good. All right. Scary. Native to Africa. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was what I was thinking until wow. you said Australia. Everything comes from Africa. The ostrich is native. That was your answer about Australia. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, well whatever's in Africa is in Australia, you know. They're all down there in that they southern hemisphere. Connected, obviously. Probably. They all start with an A. Yeah. Asia. Ostrich. Australia. <laughs> America. <laughs> Austria, ostrich. Wow. America doesn't have ostriches, though. It starts with A. <laughs> but it doesn't start with ostriches. How do you know? Have you been to the zoo recently? Yeah. <laughs> How about the next one? 26 to 30. 
Is it by your understanding that the hawk soars, stretching his wings toward the south? Is it at your command that the eagle mounts up and makes his nest on high? On the cliff he dwells and lodges, upon the rocky crag, an inaccessible place. From there he spies out food, his eyes see it from afar. His young ones also suck up blood, and where the slain are, there he is. Well, think of birds of prey. The hawk, the uh, bird most frequently mentioned in the Bible, the eagle. And, and you see where they make their nest, you know, their inaccessible dwelling place. And then, I mean, wow, isn't it incredible, those, you know, things like eagles and falcons and all that, and how they're able to see from a long distance their prey and just swoop down, you know, to it. That, that's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, who gave, who gave those birds their phenomenal eyesight? And, and even just like, wow. I mean, they have such great maneuverability. I mean, they manage to just swoop down and just get right to that animal. I mean, they don't, they don't land off course. Um, so providence, you know, and the management of the universe, is just a lot more complicated affair than Job has ever thought about. You know, and, and it seems like God is really, you know, said a lot. You know, he just keeps, keeps going, keeps going. But you know the truth is, this is nothing. This is just, he just barely touched the surface of just a handful of things he could talk about. I mean, if God wanted to really go into this in depth, whoa. We could have, you know, Job could have been hundreds of times longer than what it is. He's just sticking with species that Job already knows exists, for one thing. Like, there's a ton more that he, we don't even know about. Well, yeah, exactly. Deep oceans and... <coughs> Pretty impressive. So, comments and questions? And just thinking about the impressiveness of that, I was just thinking then about how then God still sent his son. And look at how big he is, and why would he care about us? <clears throat> yeah, I find it very comforting that like he has all of these things under control, and I'm not in control of the animals or the natural world or whatever. Mm -hmm. For sure. I mean, we need to serve a God who can handle all of this, and you know, we need to trust and rely on him. We don't understand. We couldn't possibly understand. But God, who's been able to design all of this and keep everything functioning properly, we can trust him. You know, why would we ever think we're intelligent? Why would we ever rely on our own understanding when we could rely on a God who can do all these things? It ought to lead us to worship God. It ought to lead us to be amazed and impressed by God. You know, and maybe even to respect some of the things that God's done. I mean, you know, think about praying to a God like this. That is quite a privilege. That's quite an amazing thing. You know, I, I'd probably be afraid to even say hi to a leading brain surgeon. You know, <laughs> feel like I'd bother him, you know. And certainly he wouldn't care about me. You know, leading anything. We're nothing. And we feel it. And we... You know, even a sports figure or whatever. It's, it's kind of, you know, almost sheepish. I mean, you know, it's like, well, you know, he wouldn't want to sign my autograph or what his autograph on my shirt or whatever. 
So, uh, Sorry, yeah, <laughs> it probably wouldn't. <laughs> probably wouldn't. <laughs> so anyhow, I mean, it just really makes you realize what a privilege it is that God loves us like this and cares about us so much and listens to us and, and you know, in His providence guides our lives. And we just have a lot to be thankful for and a lot to worship Him over. All right, thoughts and comments on thirty-eight or thirty-nine. <coughs> It's not like all these things are a burden to him. He enjoys, it looks like he's enjoying doing it. And like, especially um, with the calf uh, mm -hmm. or the where that was being born, he, he sees it when it happens. He wants to see all these things happening. Uh, I just think it's cool how much he cares to watch his creation and how much we sometimes don't care to watch his creation. Mm -hmm. Well, more than watching his creation, <laughs> what we ought to care is to watch him. Right. All right. Well, we'll stop there and work on 40 next week.